is how many of you here in this group, you're over 60? Can I see your hand? Guys, that is incredible. Give it up for them. What about it? What about it for all the old people? Terry Knighton, the pastor of New Life Community Church, and thank you so much for turning us on, tuning us in, and I trust you're going to be blessed. Let me tell you what's going to happen tonight. This is going to be a different program, or during this session, I should say, a different program than normal. I want to share with you a day in the life of New Life. You're going to get a kind of a, a look beyond the teaching, the preaching, and what it looks like at New Life, in particular, following our vacation Bible school and when we couple that with a Father's Day celebration. I want to apologize to you ahead of time for some of the sound quality. I trust you'll be able to pick up on this and no one understand that New Life is about family, celebrating family, and I trust that'll come shining through loud and clear. We're going to jump right on into it because I don't want to cut a lot of it out, so we're not going to waste a lot of time. Here we are, a day in the life of New Life. God bless. This is so incredible. This week I've been able to, this, Don and I have talked about, it's the first time I think in 60 years that I showed up for Bible school and didn't really have to do anything. Just showed up, was looking around, and one of the things that I have seen over and over and over again is some of you, speaking of Jamie, some of you that we knew you when you were just puppies, just little bitty, and uh, now you're helping out with Vacation Bible School, uh, it, it runs the gamut. The thing that come to me early on this week was, for, because I do a lot of, officiate a lot of weddings, you know, you always have to have something old, something new, something barred, and something blue. So we had something old this week. Uh, I won't say who. And we little, really, we had a lot of you guys. How many of you here in this group, you're over 60? Can I see your hand? Guys, that is incredible. Give it up for them. What about it? Thank you so much. It takes a lot of energy to do this, even if you're young. But when you're not so young, you have to come out and, and do this. Uh, it, it, you just went above and beyond the call of duty. Some of you are a part of this group. You're brand new to new life. You may never have experienced VBS before in your life. Certainly haven't experienced it uh, here in this setting. And that has just meant so much to me to see you. And again, I'm not going to call names. You know who you are. I'm just so appreciative that you've jumped in, made this happen. And I trust that the Lord would continue to bless you. The teenagers, oh my goodness, did they do an awesome job this week or what? Goodness sakes. We, hey, listen to me, New Life. We are poised uh, right on the brink of something huge here in the sense we've got a lot of KFCers. Some of the KFCers that we've been looking at for quite some time, they're getting ready to step into youth group. Uh, you've already uh, been able to observe some of the youth group this morning. Uh, and, and you ain't seen nothing yet. 
I am so thankful for these young people that jump in and take some leadership and just really serving the Lord wholeheartedly. I appreciate it. Thank you, ever who you were. Can I see your eyeballs again for just a sec? I went to vacation Bible school as a kid, a little bitty kid. And I still remember that, still remember it vividly. It made a mark on my life. So what you do makes, will make a mark on someone's life as well. Thank you for that. Praise the Lord. Don't go anywhere, guys. I want my little worship team, VBS worship team, if you join me on the platform right now. Where are you guys? Brian Turner, come on up. And you guys come on in and face the congregation, if you would, please, because we're going to do one of the songs that we did this week. Uh, as soon as Caitlin gets here, thank you. You Come on up. Fantastic job this week. Thank you so much. Super, super du duper good job. Here we go. Roll the tape. Stand up with us, if you would, and let's sing this together. Okay. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, guys. We are certainly glad you're here, and we are very, very thankful for you. I struggled with what to do this week, this today, and I've lost my verse. You might know it. Um, I had it all planned out. I had like five Sundays to get ready. Fifth Wednesday took one of them. Something else took another one, and then Bible school took one, and then I didn't have any Sundays left, so... Some of you daddies are actually going to help today. Okay, you got a question for your dad? Sure. What about me makes you proud? Hmm. Hmm. Everything. Everything. Proud of you, proud of Maggie. Um, uh, as Pastor T was speaking a while ago, the word blessings always come up. And um, from time to time, you bless me, I bless you. Out. <laughs> But, you know, um, you know, it, it's, I could make a big speech, uh, just like when I was a young man and met your mom and she completed me. You guys complete me. I probably should have put these in order where they were sitting, but I didn't. So, Dustin, stand up, dude. Trying to lightheart that, lighten this up, so. Yeah, this lovely dad joke. Uh, what goes up and down but doesn't move? Stairs. <laughs> I did do this all backwards. Uh, get my steps in. Jamie, JC? Jamie is nervous, so if I do get killed, it's probably going to be him. Come here, JC. Uh, you're very smart and funny. You love the Lord and you work hard. Very hard worker and I'm proud of your son too and love y'all. My son. I'm sorry. Proud of both of you. It's not easy doing this, is it, Jamie? Uh, all right, Garford. How does the moon cut its hair? Eclipse it. (laughs) 
Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. What happens when a snowman has a tantrum? He has a meltdown. <laughs> what happened when the man donated his wife's ashes to the local museum? It was a dead giveaway. That one month. What about me makes you proud? Uh, that you believed uh, in Jesus Christ, and that's, I don't know how you're getting prouder than that. Mike, what about me makes you proud? Um, I'm most proud of um, the way that I know that you love the Lord, that you study your Bible and um, the way you provide for your family and love your family. Um, I, I have been so blessed um, by your character and um, that you do the right thing regardless of what the right thing costs, and, and I appreciate that so much of you. What makes you most proud of me? The way that you have treated your mother, your wife, and how that you have loved the Lord. And the thing that I am so happy about is in John, Third uh, John 3 says, I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I thank the Lord you, when you come and have coffee with us, how that you have, you share the word, you, you tell us what you have read that morning. And I also thank the Lord, the word that I have, have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. And I love you, and I thank both of you. And you always, uh, both uh, both of my children and all my grandchildren always tell me before they leave home or leave that they love me. And you don't know what that means to me, but it means the world to me to know that my children love me. We all love you, Harley. All right, Doug. What did the tomato say to the other tomato in the race? Catch up. <laughs> so why did Moses wander for 40 years in the desert? Well, even back then, men wouldn't ask for directions. <laughs> I picked that one out. What animal has more lives than a cat? A frog, because he croaks every day. I was asked to have you share how to wrestle a bear. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, I always told Robin, she's she's been scared to death of a bear. She's, she's scared to death of a bear. But I always told her, if a bear comes after you, you don't got to worry because I'll run my fist down his throat, grab him by the tail, and jerk him inside out. <laughs> and I promise I'll do that. I'm gonna say something okay, okay. I'm I'm proud of Miranda. Uh, I'm thankful that she accepted the Lord at a very young age, and uh, she's been a blessing to me. Y'all hear Terry talk all the time about how the Lord puts the songs in line. Well, back in I'm always late doing stuff. Y'all know I'm running by the. I'm just running. Um, <laughs> So I ordered the Mother's Day and the Father's Day gifts in February. Didn't really know anything about the theme or anything for Bible school. And you'll never guess what I bought. <laughs> Flashlights. So I thought that was pretty cool. And there's a verse on here for you dads that said, let your light shine. So not only do I want you to be the dad, a good dad, a loving dad, but I want you to let your light shine to your children and to all those around you of how important not only your family is, but how important the Lord is and how important he should be in your life. And just continue to live that out every day so that others can see that light through you. Every season of life has its challenges. Isn't that true? I just pondered that a little bit in anticipation of this time this morning. And this is to the dads in particular, to the men, folks. Now, you ladies, there's a lot of applications, but this is just to the dads. By the way, I trust that you know and understand. You may have never thought about it before, but when the preacher stands up on Sunday morning in the modern era, you're preaching to little boys, little girls, grown men, grown women, churched folks, unchurched folks, live audience, live stream audience. I'm telling you, if it weren't for the Lord, I'd just fall flat on my face on Sunday morning. There's no way one guy could meet all of those needs. Does that make sense to you? But uh, talking to the dads this morning, right out of the womb, I'm talking about from the very first moment, we, we men, we have to learn to walk. That's not easy for some of us. We have to learn to talk, easier for some than others, and, and suffice it to say that our hygiene regiments are just ridiculous. Then about the time you get used to all of that, your parents throw you to the wolves. We call that going to school. And for guys in particular, whether you like it or not, your social graces are really put to the test. You want to ride your bicycle all day long and somebody keeps pushing books at you. Can I get an amen right there? You guys, you just you understand that. Not long after that, if you are a young man, your body throws this thing at you called testosterone. Then you have to start shaving. Isn't that a bore? I'm waiting on mine to kick in, by the way. Then you start talking funny, and all sorts of weird encumbrances takes place within your physical body. About the time you get used to that, you wake up one morning. You go to school, just the regular routine, and just like that, all of a sudden, almost, it's as though every young man realizes that girls really do not have cooties. 
the next thing you know, you're dating. And then the next thing you know, you're spending all your bass boat money on jewelry. What's up with that? And somehow you find yourself standing before an efficient and you say those immortal, those fateful words, if you please. I do. Now, I'm giving away your dirty little secret, guys. In your mind, you're thinking, I think I do. I think I do. I think I can. It's all sort of fun and games, guys, until you hear the scariest words in the English language. Honey, I think we're pregnant. What do you mean, we? <laughs> and then you become a daddy. And I don't know how it was for you guys. I'm assuming it was the same way with you guys. Way down deep inside, when that moment comes, you really just want to scream help. You're like, man, alive. I, I think I know how to do this. I think I'm ready for this. But you never know until you're there. Psalm 121, little known fact. David, I think, was uh, kind of facing some of these things when he penned this. And I'm going to do it this way this morning. I'm going to ask all of my daddies, if you would, to join me up front. And I'm going to share this psalm with you. This psalm that just cries out for help. If you are a dad, and that includes you if you are about to become one, if a, a dad, stepdad, whatever role in that regard, I'm going to ask you to come right now and join me around the front right here. Hey, I appreciate you guys, and I want you to know that. Uh, I still believe that uh, you know, the mom rocks the cradle of the world, ever how that goes, something to that effect. But this world needs some godly dads now more than ever. And we have our share of them here at New Life Community Church. Uh, you know, I don't say a lot about this because it sounds sort of self-serving, but it's tough being a daddy in today's world. Am I right? Yeah, you can be honest with me. It is. It's tough. It's tough being a husband, being a spiritual leader in the home. Uh, that's, that's a tough gig. And then you show up here every Sunday and I beat you up. My goodness, it's... It's hard. We need some help. Psalm 21 talks about that. Listen to this. Guys, I'm reading this to you this morning. David says, I lift up my eyes to the hills, the mountains. And he asks the question, where does my help come from? Now, the way that's given in the original, it just it sounds really weird. It sounds backward. But he's asking, where does my help come from? And he, t he begins to tell us in verse 2, my help comes from the Lord. I trust you can say amen to that the maker of heaven and earth. Listen to this, guys. He will not let your foot slip. Will you guys just tap somebody on the shoulder right there and say, he won't let your foot slip, dude? Yeah. If that's, if that's who you're looking to for your help, he won't let your foot slip. That, and that sounds kind of odd. What's that telling me? You won't stumble. You won't fall. He, he won't let that happen. He who watches over you will not slumber. Now, that's not your pastor. I went home after Bible school, and I took a serious nap yesterday. I'll admit it. In fact, I had a little one Friday. I thought about it Thursday. But we're told here, he who watches over you will not slumber. Guys, isn't that good? Because there ain't no telling what time you're going to need to call on. You're going to need some help. 
And wouldn't that be a bummer to get on your phone and call God? Say, hey, dude, I need some help and get a busy signal. Or please press one or leave a message. You're not going to get that. He never slumbers. He repeats that. I love this. Indeed, he who watches over you or watches over Israel, verse 4, and I think he said that not just to pinpoint Israel, but to let us know what God we're talking about is God Almighty. He will neither slumber nor sleep. He doesn't need to. Verse 5, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. He's like a wall that provides shade. The sun will not harm you by day. Sun's reflective of, uh, if you'll pardon the pun, reflective of trials that uh, beat upon us. It will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. What's the moon have to do with it? You know back in the old days they thought the moon gave off some kind of light that caused people to go crazy. Have you ever heard that? That's where we get the word lunatic and lunacy from. I'm dead serious about that. So by show of hands, have any of you ever done anything lunatic? Can we put you? Gosh, that was a dirty, rotten trick. Even then, boy, don't we need the Lord's help then. The Lord is your shady. The sun will not harm you, nor the moon by night. Even when you do something, lunatic. Listen to verse 7 and 8. The Lord will keep you from all harm. Pastor Terry, who's he talking to? He's talking to you, talking to me. The Lord will keep you from harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. I trust you'll take great courage with that. And that's the reason I encourage you to seek the Lord first in your life, to put Him at the top and never question that. Never go about that and say, well, John, do I need to replace Him for a little while? No. Why in the world would you replace all power, all knowledge, all presence, all everything and eternity with anything temporal? Why would we do that? Look to Him. And trust Him to take care of your needs. And when you need some help, scream, help, help, help. I do that a lot. But obviously, I need more help than the average guy. But I'm not afraid to admit to you, and I trust you aren't either, that I need help, spiritually in particular. Don't hesitate to scream out if you need it. Amen? I always like to pray over our moms. I like to pray over the dads. I'm going to do that with you all. And I do want you to look. Look right and left and see these guys. Uh, some of you younger guys, you're, you're trying to figure this out. And I hate to admit it to you, some of us older guys are too. Some of it we figured out. So don't hesitate to ask. Some of you may not have a father figure in your life. You may have never had a grandfather in your life. I barely did. I'm telling I literally barely, barely did. I don't know what that was like to have that in my life. But there's some guys here that can help you with that and would be glad to do so. Am I right, guys? Yeah. So take advantage of that. Now, if you'd all hold hands. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Seriously, that'd get me uh, fired real quick, wouldn't it? But if you would put a hand on somebody's shoulder just so they know you're there, and to remind them of what I just said, I want to pray for you. And this is for you. Father, I thank you for these men. As I look at every one of them, uh, Lord, I believe, I really believe as I look around that I've locked eyes with every man up here this morning. And we've talked. We've talked seriously. Sometimes we don't talk serious because it's so serious we don't want to get serious.
But I thank you for every one of them. Personally, I thank you for them. Lord, I thank you that, that I have this guys around me. And we wrestle this thing together. And we know that when we have a need, somebody in this group is there to help us. We also know that somebody in this group might need our help and we're ready to go. Lord, we thank you for that. I pray and ask in the name of Jesus that you, Lord, would just renew and refresh and rejuvenate the heart of every man here right now, personally, their heart. And I pray for every husband here, Lord, that you would renew their commitment to being the spiritual leader in the home. And I thank you, Lord, for every daddy here. I pray that you would continue to help us to bring our children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And Father, we, Father, we need your help with that. Lord, when we get ahead of ourselves and we think we know how to do this all by ourselves, and we don't need any help from you, I pray you'd be patient with us because you know that that is a lie. We do need you now more than ever. So help us, each and every one. We pray, we ask in Christ's name, amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thank you, appreciate you. You can go back to your seats. We're going to stand up, we're going to pray. Everybody's going to pray, and we're going to be dismissed. Some weeks just kind of stick out around here, don't they? <laughs> Seems like to me every time we have youth awakening, I'm just blown away. And, and then this, uh, this week and weekend has just been absolutely phenomenal. I'm glad that you could be a part of that. Uh, very briefly, we had, goodness, I don't know if, there, if we've even had a chance to count yet, but there were a lot of families from outside New Life that joined us this week, a bunch of them, probably as many or more than, how many, four that we know of? Oh, my goodness, uh, and families with multiple children and had some, uh, uh, at least one, well, the Callahans uh, that most of us know, Roy and Donna, were able to bring some of their grands over, uh, and there's, what, 200 of them? Yeah, it, it just looks like 200, but uh, they take after Jason a little bit. No, uh, but it, a lot of those folks, some of them may have a church fellowship, some of them may not, and we would love to have them here. If you're here now, I hope you hear that loud and clear. And uh, certainly less, I'm sorry? Aha, yeah, the one with the little pet monkey. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Isn't, isn't it awesome? It's just absolutely awesome. But uh, so, good to, so good to have you here with us this morning. All righty, pray this with me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Well, beloved, there you go, a day in the life of new life. We have fun at new life. I tell people there's only one place I know of where there isn't going to be any laughter, and we've made plans not to go there. That's a place called eternal hell. God wants us to be holy 
people. And as a result of that, we'll be a happy people. I trust that uh, you were blessed by some of what you heard and some of the challenges, in particular for our fathers that we celebrated on Father's Day. I've got to get out of here. My time's completely gone. I trust that this particular segment of New Life Telecast was a blessing to you. We'll look forward to seeing you again next time. Terry Knighton reminding you, my friends, that Jesus is coming back. Is he coming back?